Welcome. Do you ever wonder why some poor people are happy while some rich people are unhappy? Are you feeling a hollowness in your life? Do you feel that you are sometimes pretending just to belong? Each and every one of us has a beautiful talent, a gift inside that needs to come out. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Your host is Fabian Edju. As you move along on this earthly journey, it's time to welcome confidence and delight in what life has to offer for a better life ahead. Now, here is Fabian Edju. Hello, friends and fellow human beings all over the world. I want to thank you for connecting with us today and going through another fabulous day and sharing this uh, exceptional opportunity with us. So um, if you haven't had any chance to uh, listen to revelations and wonders, so let me give you a very quick overview of the why of revelations and wonders. So there's a popular saying that uh, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach him how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. So revelations and wonders is for individuals seeking fulfillment and happiness in life. So our goal is to show how simple life truly is and how to remove any apparent complexity in life. So we believe that it is self-evident that alone is how each one of us came to this earth through birth. And alone is also how each one of us will leave this earth through death. So these inseparable poles, pole opposite of our journey on earth are filled with what we call revelations and wonders. So revelations should be understood as the quest for self-identity and understanding of one's purpose on this earthly journey. Wonders is the search for fulfillment through life experiences with the goal of reaching the state of happiness on earth and the hope that happiness will be our last earthly experience. But since no one knows when that last experience will come, then revelations and wonders is the quest for fulfillment in every present moment that life gratefully offers us. And we do so with an absolute clarity and an absolute conviction. So, and that is what brought us to today's topic. Hello, happiness. How to avoid all possible disappointments. So, as I mentioned, there is a reason why, in any case, we are always the one feeling disappointed 
even though the same is not always true for the other party involved in the situation. But here's the good news. We have more control on situations that could lead to a disappointment more than we think. By learning simple and little known secrets on how to properly set our mind in the right frame, we can really say goodbye to disappointments and welcome happiness. So let's get started. So um, if you picture yourself for every single human being on earth, you will see that everyone, everyone's universe could also be divided in two. And that universe is self and then everything else. So that everything else is made of people, nature, and things. So what most people define as disappointment is a sadness or displeasure that is caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes and expectations. On the opposite, a fulfillment is the achievement of something that is desired, a promised, uh, a promise, or something that was predicted. So fulfillment is also the meeting of a requirement of or a condition. Let's say, um, you know, you were required to be somewhere at a specific time or something was required to happen. And that happened, that's a fulfillment of, of that requirement. Or, you know, if you need to go to college, you need to fill out an application before you can get into college. That's a requirement. And once you fill out that application, that's the fulfillment of that requirement. So with these terms clearly defined, then we can summarize a disappointment as a sadness or a displeasure caused by the non-achievement of something that we desired, something that was promised, or a promise, or something that was predicted. But for a, dis a disappointment to take place, there must be a certain level of attachment to a desired outcome, whether it was a promise or a personal prediction. What that means is because we had a desire for something, we also attached ourselves to, to the outcome. So we can only get attached, uh, we can only attach ourselves to something that is external. As I mentioned at the beginning, uh, in our individual universe, there's only self and then everything else. So therefore, we attach our, our, uh, our self to external things by having desires, hopes, expectations. And then we feel a sadness or real displeasure when the outcome is not in line with our expectation. 
So it's just like ripping off a bandaid from the skin because the bandaid is attached to the skin and that's what creates the pain. It's not the bandaid living, it's that attachment. So when we, atta we attach ourselves to external things through our desires and expectations, so the best way to avoid disappointment is through managing our own desires and, and, and expectation. So, and we control those. So under these lights, we should never blame anything or anyone else for our own disappointment, since at the first place, we are the one manifesting our desire or expectations. Even though I also mentioned that there are promises that also take place, but we, we're going to cover that as well. So I know by now that most people want to jump, jump to the conclusion that it is not realistic not to have desires and expectations. And I wholeheartedly agree with that statement because desires and expectations are the things that draw us forward. They are the basis for hope. And without hope, life would really be meaningless. However, the difference here is that we are really talking about this, uh, what should we do with those desires. So the secret is to have the right desires and the right expectations as we go about interacting with the universe that we are surrounded by. So we're going to try to look at, you know, some of the possible interaction that we can have with everything else in our surrounding and how to properly, properly set our mind to avoid any possible um, disappointment. So, as I mentioned earlier, I said our surrounding is made of people, nature, and things. So, let's see how we can truly really avoid being disappoint, uh, disappointed with people, right? So, in general, we must always acknowledge the fact that everyone is an independent creature with the same rights as us whether it is a relative or not. What that means is it doesn't matter if it's your child, it's your parent, it's your spouse, it's a friend, it's a perfect stranger as long as it's not you. So we need to get to the point where we can acknowledge that they are independent creatures with the same rights as us. So once we come to that acknowledgement, so the natural fact is that we, 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 uh, we have to also treat those individuals that are external to us as sacred, uh, yeah, sacred because it, it is what allows each one of us and them to maintain the integrity of our being. So once we acknowledge not only that they are independent and acknowledge their value as being sacred, 
The next thing that will come naturally is respect. So respect for self and others. Respect means treat others as you would like to be treated. And this is why it is accurately referred to as the golden rule, because it is true. So once we respect others, we acknowledge their right to make independent decisions that can, that can either be in line or opposite to, to our desires and expectations. So on the one hand, we know what we desire when interacting with others, while on the other hand, our desires must also take into consideration the possible outcome of our expectation. So in simple terms, our desires must be set to expect either fulfillment or non-fulfillment of our expectations. And this can only happen when we set such desires at a neutral position, meaning whether the desire is fulfilled or not, we are fine with either outcome. So this is what is known in, in uh, is known as living with detachment because we are not attached to a specific outcome. But I know that some have gone as far as suggesting to plan for the worst and hope for the best and all this good stuff. But feel free to do that if that makes sense to you. My suggestion is that while this sounds like a good advice, I must, however, say that everyone is responsible for their own action. This is where it is absolutely important to be honest with yourself. If you truly desire a worse out outcome, then plan for the worse. But if you truly desire a good outcome, then plan for the best and hope for the neutral. Your hopes should never precede the outcome. Again, let me repeat that. Your hopes should never precede the outcome. Because we, we love to anticipate, and that's not good. We should not anticipate. So the best way for your hope not to precede the outcome is to avoid any anticipation. So if you can't resist the temptation of avoiding any anticipation, then make sure that your anticipations are always neutral. So your responsibilities, your responsibility is to learn how to set your hopes to a, neut a neutral position when dealing with other individuals. However, you should always give your best, do your best, and leave it at that, because that's all you have, that's all you can do. So many have seen the power of living with detachment because it manifests in every aspect of a healthy life. In most cases, this is known and, and people talk about it as balance. So balance falls within the notion of living with detachment because 
who, you know, it's like living right in the middle as opposed to being attached to one extreme or uh, one extreme to the or the other understanding that too much of something is bad and it's also as bad as too little of something else therefore they always advise moderation so uh, being able to understand you know to um, to respect the other people is not enough but you also must seek clarity from within first to avoid any confusion. Because if you are also not clear about what you want, what you do, or anything that is within, from within, you are just projecting confusion. So, so the next set of things that you wanna do is really to seek clarity from within in order to avoid any confusion. And one of the most powerful ways to gain clarity in life is to question all the social constructs, such as definitions, norms, and expectations that are pre-established and learn to understand the real notion of things. So by the notion, I mean understanding what things truly mean. For instance, the true notion of love that most talk about today really, when you say I love you, or when people say I love you, or people say they love somebody else, or when you tell somebody else that you love them, do you really understand the full power that comes with the notion of love? So that's what I mean by being able to seek clarity in everything that you do. And that is something that comes from within. So it's very important that as you wanna set your desires, they have to be very clear from within. So we're gonna take a very short break. Uh, the time for us to, um, to start talking about, you know, all these, things that are very important, such as donation. So we will be right back after this short break. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. The White House doctor makes house calls. 
Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, fellow human beings, all listeners all across the world. Welcome back to Revelations and Wonders. If you are just joining us, uh, today's topic is Hello Happiness, How to Avoid All Possible Disappointments. And uh, the first section of this uh, show, of this topic, we briefly went through some of the definitions of um, disappointment which is defined as a sadness or a displeasure that is, that is caused by a non-fulfillment of one's hopes and expectations. And we also briefly um, frame how everyone's universe is uh, considered. And what we said was that <clears throat> everyone's universe is made of self, and everything else. And we mentioned that in that everything else, there are people, which is other people, nature, and things. So we de- therefore, we also um, define fulfillment as the achievement of something that is desired, promised, or predicted. So Therefore, a, a, a disappointment is only uh, only happen when some you know some a desire or promise or prediction is not fulfilled. But what we also wanted to highlight here was that either is a desire or promise or prediction, we are the ones actually setting those. Therefore, there's no one else to blame when those um, when those don't. Uh, come to life when they're not fulfilled. But what what we were trying to um, further illustrate is that the best way to avoid disappointment is not to say that I'm not going to have any desire or I'm not going to have, uh, um, I'm not going to be making predictions or promises or expectations. The best way is just to to manage those desires and expectations. And and what we mentioned in the first uh, segment of this uh, show was that you have to get to the point where you can set your desires and expectations at a neutral position, mainly when you are dealing with other human beings, because 
you reach the point where you have to respect their identity, you have to respect their all their own individuality, and they, they too have their own desires, and they may not always be in an alignment with what you want. That's why if you can set your own set of desires um, at a neutral, then either there's a fulfillment or not, you know, you're fine with, with either outcome. And, uh, and that is what um, we were trying to explain earlier. And before we went on break, we also briefly talked about um, uh, another key thing that we need to consider to avoid any uh, disappointment, which is um, seeking clarity from within. That means you fully understand what you mean by something. Let's say, and one of the things that we were about to, to explore was the notion of love. So when you say or you tell somebody that you love them, do you truly understand the full power that comes, that comes with the notion of love, for instance? Um, so one of the things that we, we, the way that we seek clarity, therefore, is by going beyond all these social construct or social definition or norms and question everything so that it can make sense to you. So um, coming back after the break then, we, we are going to explore the true meaning of love in the sense that we're talking here about true love. I'm not talking about all these um, physical or sexual desires um, this is really pure love, which is true love. So true love only cares about what is best for the loved ones, regardless of whether your way of expressing it cause, causes pain or joy to them. But you will never rejoice in seeking the loved one in pain. But if it's the only way, then, then so be it, because it's really what, what's best for them. So true love is justice in action. That is why it is also impartial in both punishment and reward. So true love is not selfish. It has nothing to do with the person who expresses such love. It doesn't matter how the provider of such love feels or doesn't feel. So true love sets free because everything is done with detachment in order to honor the loved one's individuality and independence. Again, going back to what I said earlier about detachment. So it's not about you. When you say, I love you, it has nothing to do with me. It should always have to do with what's best for that person. So true love does not accommodate the loved one's weaknesses because it is not only care, but it's also justice in action. True love is fearless and protective. And you will see this, how it manifests itself in nature, because in nature's Animals are willing to sacrifice their own life to protect and defend their cubs. 
But as soon as the same cub that the mother was willing to give their life for, as soon as, as, soon as that cub reaches their own state of maturity, they are cast off because true love is not possessive. It sets free. It lets the loved one go so that they can, they can fully experience their own life and grow and reach their own full potential and perpetuate this notion of true love in an eternal cycle that repeats itself from generations to generations, regardless of space or time. Therefore, when somebody says the saying that true love is everything is really unquestionably a true statement. And this is um, <clears throat> a quote that I always like to uh, refer back to because it truly illustrates what true love is all about. And this is a quote from uh, Nani McPhee. Here's what she said. She said, when you need me, but do not want me, then I must stay. When you want me, but no longer need me, then I have to go. So you can see that in this type of interaction with others, it has nothing to do with you because it's all about caring. It's all about what's best for that individual. So this is why it's very important to understand the notion of things so that you can really gain clarity in what you're doing, what you're saying, what your expectations are. So another misunderstood notion is the notion of friendship, for instance, right? <clears throat> And here's how, how a friend is defined. A friend is someone you love, someone who loves you back, someone you respect, someone who respects you, someone whom you trust and who trusts you. A friend is honest and makes you want to be honest as well. A friend is a partner, not a leader and not a follower. So that is the actual definition of a friend. So when somebody says, this is my friend, can they really look inward? and define that friendship or that relationship as the same way that we just define the notion of a friend. Nowadays, things have, have actually even gone from bad to worse because of the social media. People say, I have a thousand friends just because they are connected on Facebook. I have yet to find the definition of such a such, such definition of a friend. 
So when you tell somebody, you are my friends, you have to be able to fully understand the notion of friendship. What do you mean by I am your friend or you are my friend? So again, disappointment in friendship, and you have to understand that a friendship is a relation between friends. So that means uh, people that are, have nothing but respect from one another, people who trust each other, you know, people who are honest with one another, partners, not somebody who is leading the other one or somebody who's following the other one. So friendship, when you when you actually take the time to just understand what it means, then you have no other option but to reach the conclusion that friendship is the most noble relationship that one can have with one another fellow human being. Again, in friendship, we help and elevate one another. But just as in any relationship that we um, freely to choose, uh, we freely choose to enter into, we must also be free to leave it if it is no longer mutually beneficial. Again, going back to what I said, being able to live with detachment. So the person who is no, not capable of setting the other free, that means they are willing to let them go if that is the best thing for them. If you are not capable of doing that, then all you're doing by your attitude and behavior is a, is a clear sign that um, what you truly called friendship was not a friendship. It was nothing but self-satisfaction at the expense of the other person, which is just purely selfish and is very unhealthy. So this means even in a friendship, one must act with complete detachment on the outcome or expectation. And the best way to do that is to not live in the future or don't live in the past. That means that's why they always say not to hold grudges. If you true, if it's just some somebody that you truly care for, if you if the friendship truly means something to you, so don't try to live uh, within uh, you know your expectations for that person inside those expectations. You have to live the moment. You have to live the present. You have to be enjoying the now. Because maybe the next moment is going to be that time where they have to move on with their own life. And that should be also okay with you because if that is the best thing that can happen to them, then you have no other option but to support them throughout their own journey. You, you may come to somebody's life only for a short time, you know, and if you truly had a, a good relationship that was where the foundation was a true love and you truly had that friendship and had that mutual respect where you fully understood that there was no follower in that relationship, 
there was no leader in that relationship. It was a partnership, which means there was a give and take, which is balance. Again, what as, as we mentioned earlier, that, that neutral zone, which is balance, the give and take. Then you should also be fine if that individual or you or that individual have one of you two have reached the conclusion that maybe there's nothing else that needs to be offered or taken from this relationship because that's what true love is all about. It sets free. And you should support them in moving forward with their own journey, with their own life, as opposed to focusing on how you, f- you feel personally because then it's be- it becomes nothing but being selfish, you know, just thinking about you as opposed to thinking about them. And, and this goes back to uh, one of the, um, the law that I, I explained in one of my previous um, show. Um, and, and I've, and I've ex- expressed this in the sense that if you truly want to have expectations, you have to be able to fulfill something first. So only giving guarantees the right to get. Because this is how life maintains itself in this dynamic exchange between the giving and taking, giving and taking. You can't always want to get or always want to give because then everything would be unbalanced and the lack of balance is a sure sign of lack of health which creates chaos which takes away harmony and that is a recipe not only for a disappointment but a recipe for disaster So we're going to take a very quick break and uh, we will be right back where we will be exploring some of the uh, some types of disappointment that one can experience in the course in the course of their life. So we will be back in a very short time. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. 
turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello. Hello, friends. Hello, uh, my fellow human being. Hello, fellow listeners all across the entire planet. I just want to welcome you back to um, this Revelations and Wonders show. Uh, Today's topic, if you're just joining us, is Hello Happiness, How to Avoid All Possible Disappointments. Um, if uh, you missed out the very first two sections, we briefly, you know, defined some of the terms. Um, we also talked about uh, the need for respecting others, and we set the frame to show that everyone's universe is only made of two things: self and others. And so the disappointment then start to rise when you have some specific expectations, desires, or um, uh, desires, expectation of from you know from the external, which is within the external, uh, we have people, nature, and things. Um, so basically, what when when dealing with human being, what we said was that you have to respect the fact that other people also have the same right. They have uh, they are also free, and um, and then we looked at. The second thing, uh, which is the next thing that one must do, which is understanding the true notion of of things. So when you say, for instance, that um, I love you, what what do you mean by that? You have to be able to understand the notion of of love. Um, And that is not always uh, in in, in, uh, an alignment with social norms or social expectations or actual definitions as uh, we see them in the book. Um, for instance, we also um, highlight the notion of friendship. Um, so in this, <clears throat> in this final section of the, uh, the show, we, we, we are just going to you know, explore a little bit further uh, some social interactions that we have that through which we also have some disappointment. For instance, uh, disappointment in family relationships, right? And um, if you you actually look very closely in a very honest and very neutral or independent uh, viewpoint, you will have no other option but to come to the conclusion that families have become toxic environment as opposed to refuges or anchors of peace, anchors for peace and stability. 
So there are several reasons that can be linked to everything that we've mentioned here. So there are several reasons why family relationships have become so toxic and toxic, toxic environment, you know, and all that can be linked to everything that we've talked about earlier. So <clears throat> what, is, um, what is the notion of family, you know, in terms of pure love and the living laws? Did we ever really take the time to try to understand what, what is family? What does that mean, being a fa- in a family? But unfortunately, the notion of family has been restricted to individuals that are biologically connected, just as if biology is the purpose of belonging to in a family, you know. But biology has its... its um, it's, it's, it's a reason, but it should only serve a greater purpose at the early stage of anyone's age, mainly for somebody who, who uh, comes into a family as a newcomer. But again, uh, regardless of you know, what type of bonds or physical bond that exists between indi- individuals in such settings, again, the true notion of love should always be implemented because one must always understand that regardless of the person's age, regardless of the person's gender, regardless of the person's social status, regardless of whatever, everyone is a human being. You know, going back to what we mentioned earlier, we have to be able to respect that individual regardless of their age whether the baby or an adult or ready to die or ready to live whatever everybody is a human being and we have to respect those as human being and also learn how to set our expectations in a neutral zone and at some point we also need to learn how to set them free as we mentioned about true love. So with that being said, in every family relationship or any relationship whatsoever, even though we start with all these um, physical bonds that are genetically or biologically or I don't know, you know, other terms that you can come out with that are justified but what needs to happen is that there needs to be a dynamic within those relationships that gradually transition from being biologic connections to friendship with the hope that eventually everything can tra- transition from a biological family to a friends of family or family of friends, right? That inside every single family settings you can look at one another as a friend, some, uh, as, a, as, as independent human being that you have nothing but respect and love for. And it's really the best way because nature plays its, its, its role in facilitating these interactions because it's a lot easier to deal or love somebody that you are biologically connected with as opposed to just going on the street and being able to show the same type of love 
to a possible stranger. If you can reach that level of expression of love, then you are really a very mature individual. But biology does serve a purpose to make that initial uh, connection, but over time it has to transition all the way to a family of friends. That means if somebody no longer find um, fulfillment or that balance between what they give and what they get inside that uh, setting, they need to feel free to go. And we need to be able to let them go because it's in their best interest, right? Another disappointment that we see far too often is the disappointment in school and career. So many people go to school simply to follow all the pre-established social norms. So <clears throat> if, if you really want to see this, go to any classroom and in any college and just maybe sit in the back and you will quickly notice that many students are simply there to check the black. They are just there to get grades so that they can have a diploma because diplomas are seen as tickets that guarantee success in society. But no one seems to dare question this way of life, even though most outcomes are clearly screaming failure in our face. Those who have listened to my very first episode entitled How to Reach Your Natural Flow of Happiness know by now that everyone has a talent as a gift. And this talent also represents a promise for spiritual maturity and happiness to those capable of identifying it, nurturing it, letting it blossom, mature, so that they can share it with the rest of the world. Like I said, that universe between you and everything else you can share once that 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 talent come to full maturity then you can share it you know passion is the strength or energy that allows each one of us to tap into our true talent therefore it is important to follow your passion so when you go to school or you want to pursue a career, it has to be something that you're truly passionate about. <clears throat> you know that you are you um, you know that you are expressing your talent through an activity that that comes to you naturally, and is also done effortlessly. So the reason why you really want to follow your passion is because, in addition to being so natural and effortless. In addition to that, the fruit of your labor will truly reveal something exceptional, which is beauty, balance, and that would definitely inspire others and inspire ennoblement in life as a whole because you will be creating art. You will be creating something that, something, things of beauty, something exceptional, something that can really transform not only your own environment, transform yourself because it's truly something that is done just out of passion. It's a talent that it expresses itself 
through whatever it is that you're doing. So another um, things that people get so disappointed about is financial, financial disappointment. So many people are financially, disappoint, uh, financially dis- disappointed and they're more likely going to remain financially disappointed until they can actually learn the true meaning of money. Those who have read some of my articles and uh, many other literature um, that are freely available fully understand that money is just a notion without any uh, intrinsic value. If you take any currency that you most uh, er uh, erroneously consider as money, it is clearly stated this note is a legal tender for all debt, private and public. You can read it. Take any note out of your pocket. That's what it says. So what that means is that a piece of paper that you carry around is nothing but a note that somebody wrote, gave it to you in exchange for real value. And the real value is your talent, time, and freedom. If you were to take that note back to the bank, since it is a bank note, and ask them to give you money and keep the note, they will, they will not be able to give you anything. Therefore, even the richest people on earth will still struggle to find happiness because they spend time accumulating things that don't have real value. But sadly, for most of them, they exploit their fellow human being. So this also weighs on their own conscience. They try to fix it by making donations to charities, making charities donation. But since it is nearly impossible not to have an attachment, my suggestion to you is to have objective attachment and not subjective attachment. So what I consider objective attachment are attachment to our ideals and our effort, for instance, being attached to the truth because the truth will set you free, being attached to the notion of pure love, being attached to justice, But the only true justice is divine justice. Divine justice unfolds before us daily through the living laws of God so that we can learn and adjust accordingly. And we've talked about this law extensively in previous episodes. So once we are fully equipped with this ideal, we only have to summon all the energy available to us to live up to them daily and focus on our effort, not, not the outcome, since our outcome too are outside of our control. <clears throat> so I hope this is enough to make you realize the importance of being intentional about finding purpose, meaning, and fulfillment in life. If so, I invite you to listen and discuss what you learned from today's show with people who seek greater purpose in life so that you can gain clarity if you have any questions regarding today's topic, feel free to send us your email at revelationsandwonders.com at gmail.com. <clears throat> if you are inspired by this show and would like to share uh, your transformational story, please email us. If you are inspired and want to support us, go to Revelations and Wonders. And if uh, 
uh, you are interested in sponsoring this show, please feel free to uh, reach out to our executive producer. Her name is Sandra Rogers at sandra.rogers at voiceamerica.com or call her office at 480-553-5756. We hope you will join us again next week, same time. For now, I wish you happiness and a beautiful day. Thank you for joining us for Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Please join host Fabian Ed Jew again next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Invite a trusted friend to listen and discuss today's show and use this week's blessings to better your life. 